From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. A very transitional Torah for Rev. Nassim was when the Rebbe said Torah number six in the Kutimaran, which is called Kra Es Yeshua, called to Yeshua. It was in this teaching that the Rebbe charged Rav Nassim to create his own novel interpretations on the Rebbe's teaching. Inside this teaching are the secret intentions of the month of Elo, according to the Ariza. When the Rebbe began teaching this Torah, he brought a verse from Yechezkel. Now, Yechezkel is all about the vision of the throne of God. On the throne, there was an image of a man above. What's a demut? What's a image of a man doing on the throne of God. Rav Nossin says the Rebbe himself really did not go back and explain this verse when he taught this teaching. With his two arms, he grabbed the arms of the chair that he was sitting on, and he rocked back and forth with great intensity and great fear and awe. Don't forget, we're in a series now called Don't Be Afraid of Fear. So it says that he rocked with great ama. Uyira, and great Messiris Nefesh, he said in Yiddish, as men sits of their still, when a man sits on his chair, demults, then a man is a mensch. What does this mean, says Rev. Nassim, it remains a mystery, period. End. No more commentary. I'd like to offer my humble explanation to what the Rebbe was alluding to. And to do so, I'd like to delve into the verses dealing with the divine commandment to appoint a king. After you enter the land and you say, we want a king like all the other nations. Now, this is a wonder here. This is a wonder. Why is it mentioned that the Jewish people want a king like all the other nations theoretically would do everything differently than the other nations? Why in the area of kingship or government would it be okay for the Jewish people to mirror other nations? It says in Pirkei Avos, the third parak, the second Mishnah, Rabbi Hanina Sagan HaKonim said, one should always pray for the welfare of the government. If it were not for the fear it evokes, every man would swallow his neighbor alive. This is a Mishnah that says that one should always pray for the government, even the non-Jewish government. Why? Because that government works with a tool. It's called fear. <laughs> and if it wasn't for that fear, the what? The fear of punishment, every man would swallow his fellow neighbor alive. Just like the government theoretically is going to save the world from chaos and instill peace, the Jewish king is going to do one more elevation. He's going to pick up the fallen fear. The king, who has perfect fear of Hashem, he's the answer to the layman or the simple Jew whose fear has fallen. So the first thing the king must do is not to have too many horses. The next thing is he shouldn't have too many wives. And also, he shouldn't amass too much silver and gold. There's a great secret here in these words. There's three things here. Sus, 
Horses, women, and money. <laughs> Sounds like a, a good magazine, you know? <laughs> Interestingly enough, the first letters of these words, Kesef is Chof, Sus is Samech, and Isha is Aleph, they spell out Kisei. This is possibly what the Rebbe meant. When is a man a real man? When he's in control of these three things, then he sits on his throne. When a man is in charge of his horses, his money, his women, he's got all these things in control, that person is fit to be a king. And each and every person has a character trait of kingship in him. How does one sit on his throne? How does one become that elevated being? Now the Torah gives us the answer. When he sits on his throne, he doesn't write one Torah, he writes two Torahs. Why two Torahs? Because they have to be with him at all times. One Torah stays with him in his Aaron Kodesh, in his safe, in his house. The Haisa Imo, the Kosabokoyam of he wherever he goes, even to the pool, Rashi says, even to the tennis courts, the king takes his little small Torah with him in order that he learns to fear Hashem. What is Torah? Torah is to help a person pick up his consciousness and be conscious that there's a God at all times. For what reason? The king receives his fear of Hashem directly from the Torah, and that's why it says in the verses that we just read, The king needs extra Torah in order to learn how to fear Hashem, what we call the proper attitude towards fear. In theory, every single one of us who have at our fingertips today, Sifria, Schottenstein, Chumash and Rashi in English, interlinear sitters and interlinear everything that we need. We have the Torah, and theoretically, we all have the ability to learn how to fear Hashem from all the volumes that we have in our lap. Therefore, establishing a king is a mitzvah. Nevertheless, Shmuel chastised them for wanting a king. If the true all of Hashem was in their hearts, they wouldn't need a king at all. Why did they say we need a king? Because they felt a lack in their own hearts. They understood that their fear was not in a proper place. The Gemara Brochus, Daf Zion Amabase, says that because Abraham placed upon him God as the Adon, the absolute master of the world, therefore he himself is called king. Since other people get fear of Hashem through him, he's a conduit through which the proper level of fear flows, he himself is called king. And therefore, the image of the proper man is engraved in the throne of Hashem because the kingship of Hashem hinges on this man. That's my humble explanation of why Rav Nachman, with great awe and fear, shook his chair his throne and he said when is a man a man when he sits on his throne 
Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.